Okay, I uh, got a fun little one uh, this time from Epictetus, I believe is how he's pronounced. Uh, we got uh, an interesting little quote about self-control. Okay, so uh, interestingly, uh, there was a quote I wanted to read from uh, Epictetus. See if I can dig that up. Um, but funny enough, so I, I I was listening to it on the audiobook, and it was all about. Um, sorry, the audiobook was uh, the Daily Stoic, and it brought up this Epictetus quote, which was all about uh, sort of the power of not giving in to temptations. Uh, recognizing them and realizing that the momentary pleasure they seem to offer is in fact fleeting and that afterwards you often feel bad for having given in. Uh, this was another thing, idea that came up in uh, Atomic Habits where he talked about basically mentally associating the bad habits you're trying to kick with uh, with discomfort. Uh, but anyway, the the point is, um, so I, I tried to look it up. I punched in the keyword, um, abstain in the, uh, in the search engine and, and Epictetus trying to find the quote. And I found a quote that I think I might even like better. It's a, it's a little bit pithier and it's hell of a lot shorter. So, uh, the quote is, uh, all philosophy lies in two words, sustain and abstain. Sustain and abstain. That's incredible. I would say all fitness success lies in two words. Sustain and abstain as well. I would say most of happiness lies in sustain and abstain. That's an incredible idea. Um, you know, you need, you need a certain level of perseverance, certain level of patience. At the same time, you need to know what's holding you back and remove those from your life. Now, interestingly, um, I was chatting with uh, a guy the other day and uh, this guy was preparing for a show and talking about how he, uh, he needs his cheat days every so often, every fourth or fifth day. Um, even, even at this kind of, he's, uh, you know, entering peak week. So I don't think he's, uh, he's got any of them there, but, um, throughout his, his cut, he said he would need them. But even, even at the point this guy was at, he kind of knew that, you know, individually, individually, some people can't actually tolerate that. Um, and that's kind of the reality of, of cheat days and the, uh, the book I'm I'm listening to Daily Stoic actually touched on this as well, that when cheat days, one of the kind of the, the sort of hidden secret about them or the dirty secret about cheat days is that once you, they, they, they they're sort of a carrot dangled in front of you. You know, you be good, you be strict on your diet. And then I get this treat. I get this cheat day. And Generally speaking, you feel horrible after it. Um, you feel like 
bad for having cheated. Um, also, sometimes you feel physically ill because your body doesn't like all this junk now that you're kind of weaning your body off of it. Um, and that's, in the beginning, sometimes that, that actually helps because that feeling of badness um, kind of makes you say, okay, well, on my next cheat date, I don't want to quite go to that extreme. Um, not Not only that, that the day after you typically tend to um, overcompensate a little bit. Um, but that idea that I don't want to feel that bad, so cheat days become less and less necessary as you go on. And, and in fact, I can speak from experience that they actually, it almost becomes a chore to stick them in because you know that there comes a point in dieting when your body will think that you're in the midst of a famine and you'll hold on to every ounce of fat you need to increase your caloric intake and that's really hard to do with clean foods um, anyone who's tried to clean bulk knows what i'm talking about it is extremely difficult to be in um, a, a good for a long period of time uh, with wholesome good foods uh, it's it's strenuous, I should say. Uh, whereas it's quite a bit easier to do it with crappy foods, you know. Um, but then when you're at that point where you're like, geez, I don't feel like putting that much crap into my body. Um, it's it, it's actually a good thing. And, it, uh, and you're kind of... You've got this mental... Um, will, I guess, to, to uh, find other ways to get that caloric surplus that you need. Um, so that that's just an interesting thing to me is that, you know, it's it's wired into us almost the, the idea that, you know, once we view something bad in a negative light, um, it makes it a lot easier to avoid that temptation. And I don't think there's a lot of courage to be found in deliberately sticking temptation, uh, sticking yourself in in the pit of temptation. Um, I've actually, I think I've talked about this before when I I thought of it in terms of like the lion's den, right? Is it really smart to leap into a lion's den? Well. If you want to do that, you damn well better be prepared. And I understand there, there's something about making yourself stronger in moderate exposures to stress, but then there's also uh, recklessness, and you have to find the balance there. Um, and I think I think that's, in essence, kind of what this quote is all about: finding that balance of of challenging yourself without uh, killing yourself, essentially sustain and abstain. So I'll leave that with you. Um, that's, uh, I, I love that idea and hopefully you do too.